are on the road Must have a code That you can live by And so Become yourself Because the past Is just a goodbye Teach Your children well Teach Your children well Teach Your children well Christian Carguy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Negotiations Bible style. Bible style. Bible, 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 Bible. Negotiation Bible style. And so please help them with your They see the truth. Before they can die Teach your children well Teach your children well Teach All right, if you couldn't guess from that intro today that we're going to be talking about teaching your children well <laughs> and uh, what a team we have to do that with. Today we have with us Alex McFarlane truth for the next generation, all these different things that are going on. Alex, wow, it is the next generation that's going out that we uh, we got a lot to do. Yeah, we do. I'm so glad to be with you, Robbie. Man, I listen to you every week. I've looked up to you for years, uh, literally, because you're really tall. <laughs> but it's great to be here, my friend. Yeah, you are going to find out about some really cool stuff. Talk about teaching your children well today and ways to, that we can get more involved in that, but also with me, my Christian body shop guy, Jerry, uh, from Ray's Body Shop. But Jerry, this is this is near and dear to your heart. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we start putting cars and our kids together and teaching, and you know what? This is pretty uh, awesome subject. Yeah, well, I had a crazy week, and <laughs> I got to experience Psalm 127, where you know Solomon taught about your children being these arrows in a quiver that, you know, are going to be sent out and actually meet your enemies in the gate. So how does that play out in your life, really, when you're a father of three? And well, last weekend, I got to tell this story a bit to, to get where I got to go. And we want you to call in and we want to talk about teaching your children well. And this, that, this is how this goes. My mother-in-law, who lives in Texas, took a horrible fall. And in that fall, she ended up going to um, a, a hospital that was over an hour away from where she lived because it was so traumatic that they were afraid that she had this brain bleed. And so she, next thing we know, has a heart attack and gets put on life support. She can't get any oxygen. She has pneumonia. And things are pretty dismal. So being the Christian car guy, my wife, youngest daughter, and I get in the car 2 o'clock in the morning and we're headed to Texas. And those who know me well know that some, my wife suffers with seizures as well and sometimes collapses well mm. praise god i have figured it out that god allowed my mother-in-law to fall so that she it would force her to go to the hospital because if she'd had a heart, that heart attack and pneumonia on the sunday after she fell she wouldn't be with us today but because the fall 
which seems horrible at the time, caused her to have to go to the hospital because an ambulance took her there. With many, many, many people praying that are on the chair, uh, tr- prayer chains that are connected to me in my website, etc. I'm so grateful for all those prayers because my mother-in-law, she begins to recover. So my younger daughter needs to get back to school. I need to get back to work. I figure, well, Tammy's going to be okay. We're going to leave her there. And so Thursday, Mariah and I jump in the car, drive 17 hours back. <laughs> that Mariah's my youngest daughter. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday, I get a call from my wife. She has collapsed. She's in the hospital parking deck. She's fallen. She can't get up. Mm. I call the emergency room doctors. They go out there. She refuses to, you know, she's all confused because when she collapses like that, she goes into confusion. She won't let them admit her, all this stuff. And I am trying to figure out how I'm going to get back in the car and drive back to Texas because I'm just beyond whatever. And my older daughter calls. And this is this is where the, the, the what I'm talking about is. It, it's an amazing thing. She's like, Daddy, I've got to go. I have to go. I've got to fly right now. And she, it was, the ticket was like $700. I mean, it was mm. expensive. <laughs> and so, our family isn't just loaded. So I was like, really? You're, she said, Daddy, I have to go. Because, you know, you can't get back in the car and make that drive again. Wow. And so as I listened to what was going on in her heart, I realized that she was really taking on my enemies at the gate. You see, right, she's a right. nurse, by the way, which really is helpful. She she works at Baptist Hospital, so she's fully trained. She's a BSN. She, she I mean, she she has all those things. So she gets on an airplane, and as as I'm getting ready to go on the air today, she calls me. My wife has collapsed. They're actually on the emergency room, on the way to the emergency room right now, Jerry. You you were there when she called, and so obviously we would appreciate your prayers while we're facing this. But sure, it's an interesting thing to me how when you see it when you see your child rise up and take on life the way that my daughter you know did yesterday arrows in your quiver brother i know and that Amen. and and so you know i praise god that he helped me i guess to raise my own children in in whatever way but it it it, it begs the question to me if you could go back to your young self and you could just tell yourself one thing that you needed to know to take forward in your spiritual life, what would that one thing be? Or if you could go back and teach your young self something about car care maintenance or something about how to drive a car, what would that one thing be? And I would love for you to call in and share that or your own story, 866-348-7884. And I've already had a chance to think through this, so I'm at, now I'm going to ask Alex to do that. I'm going to ask Jerry to do that. So you're going to go back and teach your young self one thing and, and here's what those one things is. I thought about it, prayed about it this morning, that I would go back and teach a young Robbie. Number one, on as far as car care, nip it in the bud. That's why I use that every... <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that, that was a great intro. I love the Barney Fife, nip it in the bud. <laughs> and, and so, you know, when things started to go awry on cars that I didn't nip in, I cannot even fathom how much money I've spent because I did not nip it in the bud. The other thing is, Slow down, because I, I was a speeder. I'm a reform speeder. <laughs> Slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. So, and we're going to get the spiritual ones in a little bit. But, Alex, I wonder, how about you? 
if you could go back, you know, as much work as you've done with cars, and those that don't know Alex, was that part of his passion in his life. A lot of people know you as truth for the next generation, but they don't realize that, man, you got a Cobra in your garage and you, you got stuff going on. Oh, well, growing up on a farm, we had a 1954 8N tractor. Somebody will know what that is out there. So I've been uh, at my dad's knee turning wrenches since I was about five years old, you know. And then, um, of course, I grew up and discovered Fords and Dodges. And, uh, you know, um, I do love cars. But, hey, could we do something? And I know I speak for tens of thousands of listeners. We just love you, Robbie. You, you really are um, you exemplify godliness and, and Christ-likeness. Your voice is a comfort to so many people, my own included. Could we just pray for you now? Could we just pray for you? And uh, and I, I want to lift you up and everybody out there. Your your wife has health issues. and Is she in, in the ER right now even as we speak? She is actually in transit to the ER as we speak. Where? In, in East Texas. In East Texas. And your mother-in-law as well? Is, is at that hospital. And is your your daughter is there? My daughter, Tess, is the one taking her, yeah. I, I want to pray, and then I'll throw back to you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift up Robbie Dillmore and his family. Lord, just undertake for his wife, who's on her way to the ER in East Texas. And Lord, at these seizures, please help the doctors know what, the, what this is and how to um, heal her and undertake for her, for Robbie's mother-in-law, who had a fall, but yet that uh, revealed some other things. And Lord, uh, give his daughter wisdom as she's there, and thank the Lord she has medical training. And But Lord, let the peace of God overtake Robbie. And here he is doing a live, nationally syndicated show while his family has these issues. Bless my brother. Lord, bless his wife, mother-in-law, daughter, and family. Provide all their needs. And Lord, help us, Robbie and all of us, to rest in you and even in the storms of life. Jesus, we thank you that you are in control and we lift up the Dillmore family to you at this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Man. Thank you. Jerry? Well, I don't know where to go to follow that up. Uh, you know, and, and sort of going from that, just one of the things that which I know that Robbie's dealing with right now is the fact, well, we'll get back to it, but this show is about training and bringing up our kids. You know, besides our responsibility and our relationship with Jesus Christ, the next biggest responsibility God has laid on us as men is being leaders of the home. Amen. Being there and to train our kids and being there to support our family and our wives and stuff. And I don't know, it's just We got a lot more yeah, coming back. A lot more coming too. <laughs> Now, it's pretty interesting that you think, Alex, that I was able to get that record to skip right where I wanted it. <laughs> the miracle of editing. Yeah. <laughs> Teach your children well today on the Christian Car Guy Show. And obviously, there's actually a little story that goes with this on, on teaching your children about their car. Because the other day, I got in the car with my wife, and all of a sudden, it got kind of foggy, and the windshield fogged up, and I turned on the compressor in her little Toyota, and immediately the, the window cleared, and she goes, 
boy, you need to teach Mariah that. That's where you're going to start. She goes, every time that her car does that, she grabs a rag and starts wiping the windshield. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, the Christian car guy's daughter, and I didn't teach her, you know, how to, how to, how to turn on the compressor, which is a simple enough process. But if you don't know this, for everybody listening, if you had that situation with your car where all of a sudden the window fogs, what do you do? Well, the very first thing you do, actually, before you even switch it to defrost, is turn on the compressor because if you got a little snowflake button or you put it on mat, whatever you got to do to turn the compressor on, that dries out the air so it will quit fogging. And then you switch it over. You can actually run semi-cool air up there and defog as long as you got the air conditioning compressor on. Right, Jerry? Absolutely. So... What is it out there that you're thinking right this minute? Man, I wish I'd told my I, I wish I'd told my younger self this. I wish I'd told somebody. You call us 866-348-7884-866-34 Truth. Alex, you got something like that? Well, you mean what would I've told my younger self? Yeah. Um that God is in control and <laughs> just wait on wait on the Lord and things will work out. You, you know, um, I got saved when I was 21 years old, and, and I grew up in church, you know, but it wasn't until I was 21 that I really gave my heart to the Lord, and um, been very blessed. God's been so good to me, but there's situations in life, I mean, how was I going to pay for college? And then my parents had some extreme financial problems, and um, my dad died, then my mom passed, and oh, they're settling their estate and their financial issues fell in our lap, Angie and me. And I mean, you know, I was in a panic, you know, uh, we're going to be broke, we're going to be homeless, how's this all going to work out? Uh, God is in control. And looking back over the last 22 years of my life, I just praise God for how He's He has always come through. And I, uh, many a night I worried and fretted and schemed and how am I going to pull the wagon? God, oh, God boy, is faithful. <laughs> God is faithful. That's what I'm saying. I think we've yeah. all been there and need to have, if we haven't learned that lesson, I think we need to learn it on a daily basis yeah. sometimes because. Jerry, how about you? Well, I think if I look back, it's probably just, well, part of it is knowing that God is in control. And, but really another piece is just, I think I took for granted value I mean, you know, you just you think that everything's gonna everything will be all right, and it'll, it'll. For me, it was always just did not respect the value of things. Sometimes, I mean, even when I look back at cars I used to have and stuff, I mean, I would, you know, didn't really. It seemed like they were almost like throwaway things to a certain extent because of being in the business and growing up with so many different kind of cars. I remember, you know, Corvettes and stuff, and I'd drive it a while, and I just really didn't didn't mean that much, and. AMCs, you know, the AMX, which is always, I've said many times, my favorite cars. I just love those things. But just really the value of of, of cars and just, you know, of time, probably. If I look back, yeah, it's probably it's one thing like, is just time. It's savoring it. Yeah. Right? Like, if I drink my coffee, you know, I, I like to pray and drink coffee in the morning. Just something I like to do. And sometimes the coffee will be gone, and I went, wait a minute, I didn't savor it. I, I never yeah. even knew I drank it. What What is wrong with me that I'm not, you know, enjoying that blessing that God gave me for that season? And cars are like that, aren't they? Yeah, you know, and, and my, I, have, I have my sisters and stuff, and I have one sister that, that is in the insurance business, and her husband loves older cars and stuff. Well, they'll go to a car show when they're out somewhere and they'll go through and I remember when John came back a 
going to one of the first car shows with Julie and said, every car we looked at, Julie said you had one of those. And I said, well, you know what? I did. <laughs> and he go, no, you got to be kidding me. So then I go back and have old pictures and stuff. And he's going, wow, I can't believe that. But it was just, just didn't really understand the value of it. Didn't really know how to enjoy them at the time. But talk about savoring for a second, Alex. I look at the lineup that you have for this, what do you call it? Fix the world uh, oh, conference. Save a nation. Truth, <laughs> truth for a new generation. Truth for a new. But I, when I think about savoring these speakers that are going to, I mean, what an opportunity for people all over the country to come and see some of the people in our top that God has really anointed and blessed yeah. with with some from unbelievable messages. I think of Josh McDowell myself uh, and how he, he impacted my life. Yeah. Uh, and talk about that lineup and how you savor it, because how did you get all these people? I mean, that's one, one thing I'm thinking. Well, Robbie's referencing the fact that March 23, 24 is coming up really soon in Greensboro. Well, the Greensboro-Winston High Point area, we're going to be at Life Community Church, which Pastor Jake Thornhill, just one of America's great churches. But Truth for a New Generation, website is truthforanewgeneration.com. Listen, wherever you are, you need to be here, folks. Josh McDowell is going to be here. Greatest guy in the world, Josh McDowell. Todd Starnes from Fox News. Jay Warner Wallace, who's a great defender of the faith. Um, many of you that are into apologetics, you know, you've seen him on the History Channel, television, Jay Warner Wallace. Uh, Lauren Green from Fox News. She'll be on tonight. If you watch Fox News tonight, the anchor you will see doing the news very likely is Lauren Green. She'll be there. Great Christian lady. So many more uh, people. There's a guy named uh, Kamal Salim counterterrorism expert, former Muslim, devout Christian leader. And what we're going to do at the Save a Nation conference, for one thing, we're going to pray for America. We're going to pray for our nation, for the gospel. But we're going to equip all ages, but especially young people, to know what they believe and why we've got the uh, the band and singing groups from North Greenville University, Joyful Sound. We're going to have a, a world premiere of a movie. You're going to see a free screening of the movie, The God Who Speaks, which has R.C. Sproul's last interview on film. Oh, really? Yeah, um, it's all about how we know the Bible is the Word of God. But let me give something right quick. Uh, truthfornewgeneration.com. And this Tuesday, we've got a, a, a meeting. If you want to come to a free lunch, I'll tell you about that. Yeah, but we've got so much more Christian Car Guy. Teach your children well. We would love to hear your thing that you would teach. 866-348-7884. So much more coming up. Stay tuned. children well that's what we're talking about today on the christian car guys show and we're asking the question and we really really would appreciate your input if you could go back and teach yourself something about car care or the way you drove that boy i wish i had known that or spiritually 866 we want you to call in and share that who knows all the people that you would bless by sharing that? So you gotta you gotta have be courageous and be strong, just like Rod Stewart just said. <laughs> and you gotta call us. 866-348-7884. 866-34 Truth. I wanna 
give an update on the Jesus Labor Love. That's the car ministry that, of the Christian Car Guys show where we help single moms, widows, and families in crisis. And, boy, I, I, I was not able to do much of that this week, and the applications kept pouring in. And so I just ask your prayers for those people that they can hang on until we can get to the needs or perhaps you know somebody wants to volunteer to help. That would be good. But uh, you can go to christiancarguy.com, and there you can see the Jesus Labor Love banner. And, and I, I haven't even had time, and I usually do every week, update all the prayer requests for all the people that need cars and the people that need help. But again, the lady in, in Durham that we talked about a couple of weeks ago with the son that's, that's, that's got a terminal illness, and she needs this car to go back and forth to the hospital. All your generous gifts, amazing stuff. You know, we were able to put another axle on her car, and that's progressing. I got a picture up of her son um, on the website if you want to go check that out at christiancarguy.com. So, you know, as you're praying, obviously, for my family and all, I, I believe me, we need it. We, we're so grateful for that. But also for these people that are struggling out there, I see them every week, and I want to get back to that as soon as God gives me the time to do that. You know, I'm, I'm going to stop you, Robbie, because I think this is – that ministry is so powerful and stuff and 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 is you just see God all over it but you know what I'm going to ask is I know you you make a plea and I I will shamelessly make a plea I, I wish that it, that we had more people would step up and and help you in 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 different avenues of I mean you know just making contacts and that stuff so if God's been laying it on your heart to figure out a way to get plugged in man contact Robbie because there is huge need if you own a service facility there's towns that we don't have facilities set up in and service centers. You know what? If God is pulling on your heartstrings to get involved and to help your community some way, man, this is just an awesome way to do it. And you'll see And the, the blessing that you give is only a, a fraction of the blessing that, that you receive. Mm-hmm. So I encourage you to do that. And, and then the most important thing, you know, is, you know, we need funds. I mean, if you feel... I never want anybody to take away from their local church and their local Amen. community. But if you happen to have feel blessed by some way and want to share, I mean, there, this is a, a ministry that every penny that comes in goes to meet needs. There's not a an organization that gets a cut out of the top of it for, for administrative fees. It all goes to yeah, meeting needs. Yeah, we have needs. no staff. We yeah. have everything's donated. We have plenty of staff. Well, we don't have plenty of staff, but the staff is – all is volunteering everything, yeah. and you know what? And then, then go all the way down to the point of what your first request was. Pray. Mm-hmm. I mean, go online and stuff, and just look at some of the yeah. Uh, it's, the it's God just, that has blessed that, and 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 the reason why I love the name of it is the Jesus Labor Love. Is everybody that gets helped, they feel the touch of Jesus. They're going to feel it when we pray with them. They're going to know that God met their need. And it's a really cool way to move the kingdom forward in a new, unique way. Because as I've, as I've said time again, I can never really even understand myself that as I, one of the first things I do whenever I speak to an applicant is ask to pray with them. And there's no explaining what I can hear, the change in their voice, the change in their attitude as they touch God in whatever way that may be. Just like I need to right now. And and you need to. And that, and that, that would be, by the way, Alex, if I could go back and tell young Robbie something spiritually, here's what I would tell myself. Pursue intimacy with Jesus. Amen. Get thirsty, get hungry, pursue it, go after it, 
because in that intimacy is where your faith, you know, it just begins to blossom and, and, and give you the ability to go through things that, that, that the enemy is going to throw at you. It, it allows it. I mean, it overflows. I mean, and then all of a sudden that gives you the, 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 the courage and the, uh, strength and the power to do things through Jesus Christ mm-hmm. that you never thought you had the ability or power to do. You never thought you had the 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 the, the strength to, to face situations. That I mean, sitting here in this studio this morning, having the strength to sit here and do this show, knowing that that what yeah. your family's going through. <laughs> Getting man, taxed by the where, where does that strength come from? It's not your strength. And well, you, I was t- just just yesterday, Alex, I was sitting there going, Jesus, what do I do? What do I do? He said, call your kids. He, he really did. He said, call Amen. your kids. Amen. And, and and immediately the burden was shared amongst my kids. Amen. I, I love that you said pursue intimacy with Jesus because, you know, we guys, we're type A. Let's get it done. You know, hey, man, we wake up and let's make some things happen. And and that's important. And, and I'm there. But what we need to do is to stop our world every morning, every day, long enough to to be still before God. Um, Matthew 6, 8 is a verse I really love, and it says, The Father knows what you need even before you ask. I mean, think about this. God the Father, according to Matthew 6, verse 8, God knows what you need even before you ask. But... It pleases God when we ask, and we grow in the Lord when we pray, and we remember He is our source. Because, you know, your health can be taken away, your money can can be gone, um, jobs come and go, life moves on. But the constant, the one, the non-negotiable that will never be taken away, if we'll maximize on that and feed our relationship with Him, that's the Lord. And And so how, when you think about that, how critical is it that your kids pick up on that that you see them i mean what what would be a greater joy to any parent than to see their their child pursuing intimacy with jesus what does that look like i don't know but i i you know it for me as i think about my children i know if they're connected there i don't care about anything else it all works amen and so what you're doing alex and and have done you've devoted your life to (laughs) teaching children well you know from the very beginning your first book it's it's all been right there to help them, you know. Uh, let, let me just say this. Um, I, I'm doing a free seminar Tuesday the 20th. It's just this coming up Tuesday. Uh, it's 11.45 to 1. I'm doing my seminar on reaching and keeping the next generation. And it's going to be, it's a free lunch. It's going to be barbecue. Free lunch won't cost you a penny. I want everybody listening, if you can come, come to Life Community Church this Tuesday, 11.45, plus, and I give God the glory, we did a curriculum um, a year ago called The 21 Toughest Questions Your Kids Will Ask About God, and it won an award, best curriculum, at the International Christian Visual Media thing. I didn't even know I was entered, but it won an award. Everybody that comes is going to get this free DVD and curriculum. Seriously, it's a $40 value. It's yours free if you come to lunch, but but we need uh, people to RSVP if you can. And so if you just go to alex at alexmcfarland.com, that's our email, alex at alexmcfarland.com. Free lunch in Greensboro, Tuesday the 20th, 1145 Life Community Church. Even if you can't RSVP, just show up. I'm going to do a seminar on passing the faith on to the kids. Plus, you'll get a free DVD, and we'll have a good time. Yeah, and and you know that's what a what a gift, I I mean to see your children, you know pursuing God, whatever, 
you know, getting to a place, you know, where they really, you can see it in their eyes. And, you know, my youngest daughter, that trip back from Texas, you know, we're talking all the way. And, and she just came back from a mission trip to, to Africa. Oh, wow. And, and to hear her faith and to hear how she's experiencing God, there's nothing like that, Jerry. And oh. you, you've experienced that too? Yeah, I mean, it's just when you're able to, and, and, and I've been very fortunate over the last 10 years, once a year I do a mission trip with my daughter. And, you know, we've been, this will be our 11th year going to Jamaica coming up and stuff, and being able to see her mature in her faith and, and just her servanthood and willingness to just get in there and do whatever it takes. And uh, you know what, as you just mentioned, and that, that is a blessing. And, and part of, I think sometimes, and, and Alex, I hope you agree with me on this. It isn't really as much of what we, you know, a big piece of it is what we teach them, but also it's just what they observe too. I mean, if our yeah, children, you see, yeah, yeah. If, if children, if, if our kids see us being godly parents and godly mothers and wives, and then all of a sudden it starts changing them on the inside. And there's something that and it draws them to God. What makes a difference in us. Amen. And sometimes we get so caught up in all of the minutia of, of, of all this stuff. And we think it's somebody else's responsibility. I mean, it's, you know, I'm gonna get my kids in Sunday school. I'm gonna get my kids doing this or reading this book of what they watch. And, but if you're not living that life, well, how about how you drive? Are they observing thing, they're that? picking that up. <laughs> We want your calls, 866-34-TRUTH. A lot more Christian Car Guy Show. One more segment, you got a call. Yes, we're teaching children well. What a what a goal to reach for to teach your children well, both how they drive, but also more importantly, obviously, <laughs> uh, how they take care of the car. No, just kidding. <laughs> Spiritually, you know, what would that look like? What would that look like to teach your children well? That's that's a, a fascinating question. Obviously, my guest today, Alex McFarland, has spent his life studying that very thing. And, and trying to help out with all of us as, as, as we are on that journey, I am still anxious to hear your calls. 866-348-7884 is a number to call in and share. Now, I, I've been meaning to say all show that children does not mean that that's somebody that's your physical child necessarily. There are spiritual children in all sorts of different aspects. And I, I love that passage in Mark 10 where it says, you know, he gives up you know, father, mother, sister, brother. It doesn't say father. It says mother, sisters, and brothers. For my sake and for the gospel will not fail to receive hundreds. But also, when you reach somebody for Christ, whatever that looks like, you now have a spiritual child in your life. And all that fits the picture. And can you imagine what that's going to be like, Alex, when you get to heaven and you, and you get to not only re-engage your your earthly family but your spiritual family amen 
Amen. You know, I would say to everybody listening, and to you, you I mean, you do such a phenomenal show. And, and Jerry, you, I mean, I can just tell, I've, I've, here I've known you 20 minutes, and I can tell you're a man that shines out for Jesus. I can tell that. 1 Corinthians 15, 58 says, Your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Isn't that good? I mean, when you invest in somebody, when you role model, when you just maybe even give a, a young person a word of encouragement, um, I mean, they're, you know, we share the gospel, we tell about Jesus, of course, but I found that so many young people, they just need encouragement, and they need to know that somebody believes in them, and that really means a lot. Oh, I'll tell you, I, my Sunday school lesson I did that had the biggest impact was where I had the kids write on a paper plate that was on their back what they liked about their fellow classmate, and years later, those kids still had those paper plates because that's how little people hear about the you know, what people see good in them. Yeah. And so the encouragement to young people, you know, they hear 40 negatives for every positive. And with all that goes on, my daughter was telling me, uh, as we were taking this trip, what goes on in social media today as young girls post all sorts of pictures of themselves in this competition to one-up everybody, and, and that's where they're getting their, you know, and, she, and my daughter's looking at it going, you know, Dad, it breaks my heart to see these. I know these kids are great kids. Why would they do that? Why would they? But, you know, in, a, in an effort to get more likes, in an effort to get more shares, in order effort to get, you know, and, and how, how many of us fall victim to trying to get more social media? Uh, you know, but wow, what a trap. And, and, and it's, it's a fascinating time in the, 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 to live. It's very sad, isn't it? You know, psychologists say that we all crave three things, acceptance, significance, security. Acceptance, you know, do I fit in? Significance, do I matter? And security, am I safe? The human psyche needs those things. And, of course, we all know that we find those things in Jesus. He accepts us, and we're significant. He laid down his life for us, and we're secure in Christ. But for a generation like, you know, Nicholas Cruz in Florida, I mean, I, the, the whole country is, you know, broken right now over the tragic shooting this week. Uh, but he, he had nothing. I mean, he had no center and no, no ground in, in this sea of uh, noise, and he did this tragic, evil thing. So many young people, they're craving. They post pictures on social media and really um, dehumanize themselves because they are looking for some sort of significance somehow. And what we need to tell our kids, and frankly the whole wide world, is that all that our heart longs for is found in Jesus. Yeah, and and there you go. It, it's, it's, it's so simple, but yet it's so hard when you wake up and you're trying to, to search after these things. But getting back to cars, because this is the Christian car guy. <laughs> we, we got to go there a minute and, and just talk about, okay, you got a young self again. What safe driving, you know, what would you teach your young self, Jerry, that, man, this, this, this is something that might keep you alive? I think probably for me, I look back and, and think, you know what, I was – fortunate in a lot of things because as you mentioned you know reform speeder that, that was certainly me i mean i i thought I, a car you could make it do anything you your heart desired and drive it any way you wanted to and took a lot of things for granted so i guess probably just just respect is something i would teach myself and and because 
and I look back with my daughter, and that, that's one thing. If you talking about our kids, is that's one thing. Every time she got in the car, I was just telling her, you know, always be aware of what's around you, and which times have changed. So there's a lot of different things around you. And I ride a, I still ride a motorcycle, and that's another thing. You know, I'm always having to pay attention what's around me because you never know what somebody in another vehicle is going to do. And so I'm always I think one thing that I took that for granted, and that's one thing that I try to always talk to a daughter and younger people that I get in the car with, or we talk about accidents and why they happen. You know, at shop, I'll have people bring their kids down who have been in an accident. And it's usually just not being able to be in tune with what's happening around you. Sure, sure. Because, you know, it's accidents. The reason they call them accidents is because nobody plans on them. Yeah. But Hey, just curious, what kind of bike you got? Uh, I got a, a Drifter, which is uh, made by, it's got a Kawasaki engine. It's a tribute bike to the old Indian. Oh, it's really? It's like the old 40 Indian. It's got the big fenders and that kind of stuff. Uh, wow. Wow. Um, I was into Triumphs. Did you ever have oh, a, I lo- I love an Triumphs. old Triumph yes, Bonneville? Yeah. yeah it's old, the old trophy. Remember the trophy? Oh, yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, exactly. And uh, But you, you know what? Regarding cars, and Robbie and I talk about cars a lot, Um I, I would say this: um, change the oil. <laughs> yeah, and and I guess my dad drilled it into me. I was like a religious oil changer. I've had a couple of, I've had many vehicles that I got to two hundred thousand miles, but I've had a couple that I got to three hundred thousand miles. And if you're a if you're a pretty dedicated oil changer, you can make that motor last. Am I right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, we think that uh, we think those lights on the dash don't mean anything, but yeah, it does. And we have a maintenance program. These cars are, I mean, really, an engine should run 200,000 miles. And mm-hmm. you get some of these, I mean, I know plenty of engines that will come in with cars in the shop with miles on them that will be 300,000 miles Yeah. and stuff. And you know what? They're made to do that. It's just, you know, the biggest thing you can do is just keep all your fluids changed. Sure. Do you know what, Jerry? I've been able to share the gospel teaching young guys car maintenance. Um I was a youth pastor for a lot of years, and um, you know, guys would come to me. I was word got out. Alex knows about cars, and I, I don't know that much about them, but I know enough to keep them going. And um, oh, I've helped guys change the you know uh, alternator and stuff and things like that. And while you're, because a lot of guys have not had a dad that showed them car maintenance, and in the course of changing a, a power steering pump or changing the oil, you can share the gospel and. Helping guys learn how to work on their cars has been a, a way we've been able to do a little bit of ministry. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, God will allow us to, you know, if we can make a one-on-one connection, with, especially with a younger adult, and maybe it's through cars, maybe it's through whatever ministry it may be, you know what? Go through that door if God opens it up. Well, I'll tell you, the one thing I wanted to share that, you know, I found out when that car hit me and it wasn't doing but about five miles an hour, how much power and i mean it almost destroyed me and it was barely moving i ended up two years you know going through surgeries and all that stuff so respect speed slow down jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years (laughs) but think about how awesome the god is that protects us from such things it's amazing thank you for listening to the christian car guy show